Welcome to Yo! 11 Minutes, mostly Vegas, no BS, casino experience, and more. Today's episode, Caesars Laurel Lounge Debacle? 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 When everyone is a VIP, nobody is a VIP. Uh, <laughs> Michael Traeger is a casino and travel loyalty expert who's also a Baccarat expert, who helps people turn their travel dreams into reality. And now, Michael Traeger. How's it going, Michael? It is going very, very well today. And uh, I can't complain. It's, it's, it's a Monday. I, I was going to say that I'm, I'm not a, Michael's not available because he's trying to go for the Baccarat Guinness Book of World's Records. But I started, I started my day getting a really nice photo from a client of a beautiful amenity spread. So, you know me and my amenities and glassware. So look at that amenity. Travels or travel at its best. That's our little plug, you know, right there. But hey, it's it's been one of it's been one of those days, as they as they say. And and as and I wanted to basically also before we got started. I wanted to clear up the debacle debate. So I'm just going to make sure that we, we get that we get that clear. So for reference, you have to know that this is a word of French origin. And in French, it is said as débâcle, débâcle. This is why in English it is to be pronounced débacle, débacle. This is why it's said with a D sound at the beginning, not a D sound or not a D sound. Debacle, pretty straightforward once you know. Debacle. So there we've got it. It is, you know, from our in-house, you know, here at Yo11, we have our in-house language expert who who helps us. So it's debacle, just like that. It, it sort of rolls off your lips. Debacle. Debacle. Special thanks to Jean Pierre for the uh, whatever his name is. Uh, our <laughs> yeah, we'll put it. We'll put a link in the. I'll I'll make sure I throw a link in the in the show notes. So today, the Caesar's Laurel Lounge debacle. Debacle. When everyone is a VIP, nobody is a VIP. So anyway, shows you the amenity. Love my amenities. Love my glassware. I have been knee deep in safari work today, which is. Sort of like Vegas, because it's a jungle out there on the Vegas Strip. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. No, that was, wow. You know, these, jo- you know, these jokes take hours to come up with, you know. <laughs> anyway, is there, is there any news today, Bovestra? Yes, there is news today. Uh, let's start with something opening. It is time for the news and views. Perfectly placed glass prisms will envelop guests inside Glass Bar, a new bar and lounge opening this winter at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. Spanning nearly 4,000 square feet, the inviting cocktail lounge features bar top games for guests to enjoy while sipping on a cocktail or watching sports on one of the six television screens that wrap around the bar. The new venue offers personalized bottle service, craft cocktails, and premium spirits and beer. Designed by the globally renowned architecture and design firm Rockwell Group, Glass Bar is an elegant destination with thousands of crystal prisms and polished chrome brass framing the space. The clear amber and gray crystal prisms create an ombre lighting element, while faceted, mirrored columns reflect the light and energy throughout the bar. 
Glass Bar is set to open this winter in the former Heart Bar space in the center of the casino floor and steps away from Back to Theater at Planet Hollywood. For more information, guests can visit Caesars.com forward slash Planet Hollywood. Oh, and by the way, shout out to the uh, PR writers for not using the word immersive. Good going. I hope this is a trend. And that's it for the news. And now for the views, Michael, what are your thoughts? My thoughts are that I think it's awesome. I'm really happy that they're keeping the bar top games with comp drinks, I would hope. And I love your bringing up the fact that they didn't call it immersive. Though, how do we know it's not really immersive? Maybe the PR writer just was bored of using the word immersive. Uh, Maybe. Could be. I think PR writer was like, you know what? It's 2024. I'm tired of this immersive stuff. There's got to be another word we can use. And now it's enveloped. Mm, enveloped yeah i think there are a few other ones but we'll we'll get to we'll get to that i don't have to get to it because we might have to pronounce them and then it's going to become all complicated yeah but what i keep thinking about today is the big announcement from tropicana that they are officially closing the hotel in april and i'm sort of noticing and it's pretty big news because they're going to do stuff at the tropicana location lots of stuff Mm -hmm. we believe that's not confirmed yet But most people are just not that sad or nostalgic about Tropicana. At least it seems that way to me. It does not seem the way people were super nostalgic about the Stardust or the Riviera. They just don't seem that excited. Why is that? I think I'm not sure that Tropicana has much as much lore to it as Stardust or as the Riviera. It's like... At least, at least Stardust and the Riviera looked like something on the strip, where Tropicana from the outside looks like the opening scene of General Hospital. It's just this boring white building. It, it there's no pizzazz to it. There's no riz, as the kids would say. It's just this boring white building there that just looks like no one cared to do anything about what it looked like. In decades, that's that's it. I, I don't remember anyone ever saying, "Oh man, there was this one hot crap session we had at Tropicana." Like I don't remember, I don't remember lore stories of Tropicana. It was always Stardust or Riviera or something else, but Tropicana never really came up. I mean, it's you know, it's it's all right. You know, it has major ba- baccarat history. I, I wouldn't know that. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe I'm reading the wrong kind of lore. I should be reading, like, Baccarat lore or something. Well, I will but. bring this up. Okay, maybe we'll do this later in the week or next week. But I think his name, Tommy Ranzini, it's not it's a really Italian name, but he's one of the guys who helped to bring Baccarat to Las Vegas. And he was, he was also a little bit of a degenerate gambler. And he... He was famous for for bringing Baccarat to Las Vegas. But what if I remember the story correctly, and I didn't think I would be getting into the story, is he had a rather sad life. And I think at one point his wife was very ill and passed away or something happened in his life. And he walked outside. He was at the Trop. He worked at the Tropicana in management. Mm. He walked outside of the Tropicana in front of traffic and got hit by a car on purpose. 
and killed himself. <laughs> so I don't. Uh, yeah, I'll have to. But you know what? I don't. I don't want to screw up the. Well, I don't want to screw up the story, but I doubt there's anyone out there who remembers the story. So I'll have to be. This is like 1958. So I'd mean, say. Uh, so anyway, so there, there. There's your happy note. There's your happy, your happy Tropicana story for today. But you are right. I think also, I think there's a tipping point when a property just becomes so old and disheveled and it's just not been renovated or they haven't done anything with it for so long. It's just, I think it's, I think truly Tropicana is about 20 years past when it should have been imploded. So I think that last 20 years does not build on the nostalgia, if you know what I mean. And the fact that any hotel room there has smelled like an old lady's makeup kit that sat out in the sun all summer. And the popcorn ceilings. Yeah. But great place, though. Like, like just, just fantastic. Well, <laughs> Folly's Bergère. You know, Folly's Bergère was the first show I saw as a almost teenager where I got to see boobies. Tropicana. Tropicana was the place. Folly's Bergère. Uh, uh, Tropicana was the place that hosted entertainers such as Jean Reuven, also known as a child predator. I don't think that, uh, Tropicana just doesn't have a you good. You always bring it to some subject late... like that. At least I'm like just talking about people walking out in the middle of the street and getting hit by cars. You on purpose. Whole, on purpose. You got to go to that whole fucking Epstein list thing. Okay. So now that you, let's talk about people unlifing themselves in front of the Tropicana. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. Okay, I think uh, I think this is our cue to move on. <laughs> and now it is time for the tease. Absolutely. Well, as many people know, Caesars has had lounges for a number of years. They used to have them also in Las Vegas. They were called Diamond Lounges. Then they became named the Laurel Lounges. Not really sure why they changed that name. That's an interesting question. But these Caesars Diamond Lounges were quite popular because they had limited... Uh, in Las Vegas, they always had rather limited food. But in Atlantic City, they had a full food spread. And recently, there have been some major changes to these lounges in Atlantic City. And the main major changes, they've removed, they've pretty much so removed the food. Or as you would like to say, you'll eat your potato chips and like it. So they basically still have well drinks, but they're just giving you chips and dip and no more real food. And what's sort of crazy about it is on the website, it still says that they're giving food, but they're actually not. But people are really, really upset about this because if you're Diamond Plus, you get unlimited access to the lounge. If you are regular Diamond, you have to pay $15. But a lot of people achieved Diamond Plus through the multipliers last year, and they sort of felt, hey, I got my Diamond Plus. I can go to the lounges in Atlantic City whenever I want. And they usually had like three different entrees and it's okay. The food wasn't amazing, but I mean, it was something for someone to get and they, and players like that kind of thing. 
So one of the things I was talking about, people were showing a picture. This came from a post from the Everything Atlantic City Facebook group, which is the best Atlantic City Facebook group out there, or one of the best. Okay, we'll say the best. It's the most conclusive one. Uh, I also like I also like one or two others, and I love David Wong's group, too. That's sort of an Atlantic City group, but that's more of like a Wong group. Anyway, they talked about somebody was showing a picture of the Tropicana Laurel Lounge and how empty it is. Well, of course it's empty because all they're giving now are sort of lousy drinks and potato chips and dip. So I was talking about and was just up on the screen, you know, what the casinos have to do if they feel that too many people are taking advantage of the lounge. And that's just the problem here. Like, people claim that Caesars claims that they only – that people are taking advantage of the lounge. They reach the tier status, and then they don't play as much as they should, and they just come for a day trip and wander around and use the lounge. We don't really know that this is true. Of course, Caesars has the data, and it sounds like a relatively reasonable conclusion. but. You know, this <clears throat> this is a Caesars problem. This is not a this this is a Caesars problem. This is not a customer problem. Basically, if Caesars is not happy with people taking advantage of the lounge once they've hit Diamond Plus, then Caesars has to figure out a way to restrict access. So lots of things they could do. You could restrict access to only once a day. Unless you earn a certain number of tier points in the day, you could create credits for lounge access. Ding, ding, ding. That's a really great idea. Not unlimited access. Get X credits a month that can be used for yourself or guests. You could require a certain number of tier points per month uh, after a certain number of visits to the lounge. I've always said this about loyalty. Anything that's using the word unlimited, except in very, very limited circumstances, like for top tier status, makes no sense. And as I said, this is 2024. We have this thing we have called computers. And while I never advocate abuse, this should not be blamed on the customers. This is Caesar's fault because they cannot manage their program and their lounges. And I went on to say, riddle be this. Why does why do Hard Rock and Borgata not have this problem? And that's because they've figured out a way to restrict access. But also they're not giving unlimited access to to people for those lounges. And unlimited access is often going to create, has the potential of creating abuse. But once again, we can't blame the customers on that because you've offered them unlimited access. That was part of your program. You wanted them to get 25,000 tier points. And when they got their fucking 25,000 tier points, they got unlimited access. So you can't punish the customers for just playing your game. Well, you can, and they are. And of course, this comes back to when everybody's VIP, nobody's VIP. So thinking, you know, it's a devaluation, of course, of diamond and diamond status. So that's my thoughts on that. And I truly hope that Caesars figures out a better solution because they seem to really be annoying quite a few people and uh, with, with really pretty good reason because... I would be annoyed if I thought I was achieving a tier benefit and then I thought I would get that benefit quite often and it wasn't going to be tied to anything other than qualifying 
for that benefit. I guess it would be similar to an airline if you qualify for an elite level where you get unlimited first class upgrades. Once again, really stupid idea. And even though the first class upgrades probably aren't going to clear because of the clearance levels for first class upgrade, at least you've been offered that. But then if it's been taken away from you, people are really upset. And I think well, they haven't taken away the lounge, except for what Caesars is saying on their website, that they're still offering entrees at the lounge. I think I can see how people are upset because they feel it's a little bit of a bait and switch. And it's true. And this is the other really important thing to keep in mind. Loyalty programs can change their terms and conditions and program at any time. When you sign up for and use a loyalty program, you are agreeing to that. You are agreeing that they can change these terms and conditions. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with the way Caesars did this, not giving people any notice, just surprising them, not even giving clarity, like maybe we'll go back to the regular food and beverage offerings during the year, you know, during the summer season and stuff like that. So I don't agree with it at all. But it is something to keep in the back of your mind. It's it's well within their right to do these, you know, to make changes to the loyalty program. And that could be changes to how you earn tier points. That could be changes to how you earn reward, reward credits, how you redeem reward credits, how they deal with resort fees. Like nothing's to stop them from saying, hey, we were waiving them for these people. Now we're not waiving them anymore. They can basically do whatever they want. So always keep that in the back of your mind. You, you have to worry about you and don't get married to a program. And that's what I got for you today. Lots of interesting stuff also get so potato chips. I feel like I'm not I feel like I don't have the need to to strive towards a top tier if I'm working towards potato chips. So I don't feel no, honestly, the amenity potato chips at Hard Rock were really, really good. Well, yeah, yeah, in Atlantic City, where they make <laughs> them fresh every day. Not a, not, yes. a, not like whatever would be like here is a bag of wise potato chips with some. That's true. That's sort of like on the airline. On it, you know, yeah. American Airlines sell, serves uh, Cape Cod potato chips in first class. There's another piece of trivia. You know, it's really important to mention since there are no more lounges in Las Vegas. What Caesars gives you now are four $25 vouchers a day that can be used for drinks. And I actually think that's a great benefit because you don't have to go during lounge hours and you can use them anywhere and you can get really nice drinks. And I love to use those vouchers at the Bound Bar at Cromwell, at the Martha Stewart Bar, uh, at a couple of different – Those are, I think those are a really great benefit. And the vouchers print out from the kiosk every day. <laughs> Caesar's Entertainment. Don't drink in our lounges. We'll pay you to drink somewhere else. <laughs> that's 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 sort of what they're saying. Well, that's the other thing too that they're everything. You know, it's it's such a bad look when you have this these inconsistencies in markets, and I sort of hate that because you still have, like Reno still has a regular Diamond Lounge, not even Diamond Plus that you can go in and get drinks for free. And that has unlimited access. Other lounges, they charge for Diamond Plus. Other markets, they allow Diamond in. Atlantic City, they charge $15 for Diamond, and then they have Diamond Plus. Like, it's all over the place, and it it sort of sucks. It also sort of sucks because, like, a lot of the lounges, I believe, have not opened. Like, Caesars has not reopened the Laurel Diamond Lounge in Laughlin. They've not reopened the Laurel Diamond Lounge in San Diego, so it's it's sort of disappointing that it's so inconsistent. And then Atlantic City, which was sort of the shining star, which used to be open up seven days a week, is now only open 
like Friday to Sunday, and now they've cut the food and beverage. It's also important to remind people Caesars does have some seven stars lounges, uh, or maybe one in Atlantic City at Caesars. That's an elevated lounge that's also open on the weekends that still has food and beverage. And the other programs do have somewhat all elevated lounges, but very few people have access to those lounges. So I really don't talk about them. The diamond, the diamond thing is pretty big. And you know, over the years, well, Vestro, people are always talking about diamond status for Caesars one way or another. Indeed. Uh, that being said, is there anything, any closing thoughts, any mentions uh, that you'd like to talk about? Yeah. You know, today I happened to catch the On the Corner of Maine, the Plaza podcast, which is one of the best casino podcasts out there with Jonathan Jossel and their team there. And they had an interview today with uh, Vegas Pauly C, who does a lot of Vegas content, uh, especially on TikTok. And it's an absolutely fascinating interview, but you've got to hear about his absolutely crazy degenerate gambling. So anyway, this is a podcast you should always listen to. Last week was their new head of table games. Great guests. Really, really interesting. You know, hat tip to Jonathan Jossel and their team. But on the corner of Main Street, the Plaza podcast, I will put a link in the show notes. Definitely listen to this podcast. It's really one of the best out there. All right, and that's going to do it for this episode. Luxury travel booking, Travel Zork Travel. Visit us at TravelZorkTravel.com to plan your next amazing vacation. And please join the conversation on social media. You can find us easily. All social platforms are at Travel Zork, which is in French is Travel Zork. Travel Zork. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 